Today, I am catching you up on the progress of my book, as well as investigating the concept of law of attraction as it relates to intuition. Well, I've made quite a bit of progress at this point in the book. I think there's gonna be 12 chapters, and I'll tell you what those names are. The first one is Common Challenges with Intuition. Chapter two, Solutions versus Problem-Oriented. Chapter three, A Binocular View, Higher Mind and Physical Mind. Chapter four, Beliefs are the Blueprint of Your House. Chapter five, your definition is creating your experience. Chapter six, awareness and discernment are keys. Chapter seven, connecting the dots, getting a sense of the bigger picture. Chapter eight, imagination is real. Trust yourself. Chapter nine, relax and receive. Inspired actions result. Chapter 10, intuition comes through in infinite ways. Chapter 11, stories from the vault. And chapter 12, where to go from here. So I think it's really interesting that as I write this book, I become more aware of the ideas that come through that are based on intuition. One of the stories from the vault is about when my mom was dying of cancer, I told her that I was going to write a story someday. Now, I was 20 at the time, and I could have cared less about personal development. I really didn't know anything about what was considered spirituality or spiritual inclinations or spiritual information. But I did decide to tell my mom that I was going to write a book someday because it sounded impressive. To the 20-year-old me, it sounded important. People who wrote books were important and intelligent and motivated, educated, all the things that I thought a person had to be in order to write a book. So I told her I would write a book. And I didn't remember that until I was teaching a class called Five Keys to Mastering Intuition. If you're interested in that class, go to my website, alisonsutter.com, and you can register for free for that class. But I was teaching that class with my co-teacher, Kyleen Cox, and I was describing intuition. I was describing the book, and it occurred to me, meaning intuition came through. That's what occurred to me means when you have an idea. Intuition is, you know, sending an idea and you're receiving it. The idea came through to include that story that I hadn't remembered until I started the momentum of talking about it, thinking about it, which got me on the right frequency to translate the idea that someday I said I would write a book. When I was 20 and I had no understanding of intuition, I was still getting intuitive hits. Now, sometimes intuition can seem a bit prophetic in hindsight. So to the 20 year old me, it was in a way telling me a potential possible reality for me, which is why I resonated with the idea to say that in the first place. So I ask you the question, 
have there been times where you have said things that might seem out of character or you don't know where the idea came from or it seems like you say things that don't really match up with your current life path. Consider that it could be intuition. Intuition exists outside of this time-space continuum. Remember that we are both spirit and physical consciousness at the same time. These two perspectives are simultaneous. We are projecting our consciousness into a realm that has these two components, time and space. It's also got height, width, and length, but also it's got time-space. These are some of the dimensions that we process our consciousness through when we're looking through the physical lens. Intuition does not exist in the time-space realm that our physical consciousness is looking through. The messages that come through can, can be messages that give you indications of possible timelines that you will venture into. For me, that happened to be the case with writing books. I have written several books. I have children's books, two of them called Ebb and Flow, A Day at the Beach, and Wildcats Adventures with Adjectives. Those books were intuitively guided as well because they were based on my excitement. I knew instantly when I bumped into the idea that intuition gave me that it would be really, really fun to explore these ideas. It would not be complicated or difficult. It wouldn't feel laborious to follow these ideas. That's another key to following your intuition. It feels fun. It feels interesting. It doesn't feel super duper hard. And if it does feel super duper hard, is it you dampening your excitement because of something you fear will happen if you follow that path? Oftentimes we're the ones dampening our excitement and intuitive messages because we have limiting beliefs about ourselves. So I told this story in the group and then I decided to include it in the book. And I think it's great because it gives us an opportunity to look at how intuition is surpassing time and space. You can reflect on your youth and think about times when you may have said or done something that now you realize why it came through in the way that it did. As we're reflecting on the past or what we perceive as the past, and we have awarenesses based on these reflections, we can do this from the future us to the present moment us and pay attention to the inclinations, to things that you might say or do that seem a bit what you would describe as out of sync for where your focus now. Maybe it's something like, I'm going to write a book and you had never thought about it before. The future you has probably written multiple books if that idea feels exciting. So intuition reaches through the time-space continuum. It is not affected by it in the same way that our physical perspective is sort of held captive by this experience of moving through time. 
So that's one example of how I am using intuition to help me write the book and what I'm including in stories from the vault. I think I'll read a little bit from a section that is currently in chapter five. It's about an experience I had while watching a Netflix show and how intuition guided me to feel a very pronounced and prominent and important sensation. So let me start reading. What is intuition? Intuition is the interface between my physical perspective and my non-physical perspective. It's the port through which information flows from higher mind to physical mind. Physical mind doesn't speak the same language as higher mind. It needs the vibration it sends the message in to be translated and understood. This is where intuition comes in. Intuition is a vibrational linguist. My definition of intuition includes the premise that new ideas will come into my awareness to surprise and delight me. Doesn't matter what I'm doing in the moment. It can surprise and delight me any time. Intuition works in tandem with my belief about myself regarding intuition. Together, they find their way through any cracks in my resistance and ping, a new POV. Remember that means point of view. A new POV appears helping me understand myself and my process of self-awareness a little better. I was watching a Netflix show when a really cool new perspective snuck its way into my awareness. I wasn't even in a particularly good mood when it happened. Intuition does not need attitude to be in any certain way to translate messages from your inner being, higher self, spirit guides, or your favorite dead uncle. In the moment I had this awareness, I was feeling great, great compassion for the main character of this show. Jane was so beautiful and flawed at the same time. She was hopeful and hopeless. In my swell of compassion and empathy, the awareness that this is how Source feels about me came through. For the last few days, I have been feeling flawed and hopeless myself. I was feeling less than and heavy. Intuition translated this vibrational message from Source, and I received it in the love that it was sent in. This is how I see you, was the sentiment from Source. A sensation of great love and adoration for myself came over me. I'd spent several days feeling down and cut myself off from my intuitive messages that had been trying to get through to me the whole time. I just needed this Netflix show to get the momentum going just enough that I could realize it in the way that I did. So that's another example of how intuition can come through. It does not need any particular situation. It does not need any special mood. It is literally coming through 24-7. The only question is, how are you letting it through? In what moments is it coming through being unrecognized? How is it being recognized? 
That is literally our only job is to recognize and be aware of the ways in which it's coming through. So let's talk a little bit about this concept of law of attraction. It has been debated and debated. People have infinite ideas of what they think it is and how it's influencing them. It got popular from the movie The Secret. Abraham Hicks talks about law of attraction all the time. But what does it have to do with us? How is law of attraction impacting our intuitive messaging and the relationship with our intuition? Law of attraction affects everything. Law of attraction means that which is like unto itself is drawn. Basically, law of attraction is a mirroring mechanism. What you are vibrating will be mirrored in your reality. Your reality is your situations and circumstances. So whatever you experience, law of attraction connected you with that experience. So for example, if you do not feel that you are a quote unquote, very intuitive person, law of attraction will match you up with experiences that mirror that sentiment to you, both in thought and in word and in deed. So we want law of attraction to be working in coherence with the idea that you are intuitive, you've always been intuitive, How do you realize more of that intuition? It does not matter whether you are someone who is completely new and you've just discovered that word yesterday and you have no idea what it means and you really want to know, but it sounds interesting and you just have no clue. Or if you're someone who is considered a master, a master intuitive, maybe you're a medium, a channel, a healer, you've written tons of books on intuition, It only matters what is our relationship, how does it get more expansive? Every single one of us can become what we consider to be more intuitive. We can look at it through infinite perspectives. Every day that I sit down to write this book, I find that I'm looking through a new lens. I'm looking at intuition in a new way. And I'm excited about how it's such an individualized path, your realizations about the way intuition is coming through for you are going to be specific to you. Not only is the situation that you're going to discover it in specific, but how it comes through to you is very, very specific. No one will ever be able to replicate exactly how it came through for you the level of the awareness, the degree to which you realize your own intuitive abilities. It's so specific to us. And that's really exciting because nobody gets to tell anyone else what their intuitive journey is. So law of attraction is working with your thoughts. It's working with the emotions because emotions indicate vibration and vibration is this reality is a vibratory reality. So be mindful of how you are thinking about yourself in regards to intuition. How are you thinking about the ways intuition can come through or hasn't come through in the past? Are you limiting yourself to a certain category and not allowing yourself to be aware of the communication in other categories because you don't 
define yourself as such. Law of attraction influences everything in this reality. There is no way getting around that. So it, it does influence our relationship with intuition. So are you excited about becoming more aware of how that's working for you? You don't even have to think about law of attraction. That's not something you have to ponder for one minute more. You might even dislike the term or the connotation or what has been said about it. So you, you don't need to think about it because you will witness law of attraction in regards to your relationship with intuition. As you become what you consider to be more intuitive, you become aware of the diversity of ways that it comes through for you, that's law of attraction. There's nothing you need to do because the expansion in your awareness is because of law of attraction. So there's nothing you need to do. I'm gonna read a little bit from chapter two as well today, I think. These are all intuitively guided podcasts, so they might be a bit of this, a little bit of that, or it might be one consecutive train of thought, like an interview or another podcast. But in this podcast, I'm kind of adding in a few different things. Chapter two is about solution versus problem oriented. So I'm just gonna read a little bit. Now, this is the first rough draft, so I do not know if this is going to be included in the final one. My husband often says, the problem is, when he starts a sentence, he is quite fond of the reality is as well. I hear these phrases on a regular basis. Working in a high stress environment where tangibles and deliverables are the focus, Jeff's encouraged to seek out and conquer problems quickly. Those who aren't into metaphysical ideas may not understand this next sentiment, but the reality is, this is a reality based on vibration. The frequency of the problem and solution are not the same. If you're always focused on fixing the problem, then you aren't able to easily access the solution vibrationally and physically speaking. The list of challenges referenced in the introduction are evidence of focusing on the frequency of the problem. Focusing on what you don't want is not the same thing as focusing on what you do want. Every subject is actually two subjects. What is wanted, I'm intuitive, for example, and what is unwanted, I'm not intuitive. Thinking, writing, and talking about what you don't want brings it into greater focus. Focus creates momentum. Momentum eventually turns into a manifestation. Once vibration gets focus and momentum, it's much harder to slow. This is true on the thought level as well as the physical level. We are non-physical consciousness looking through a physical lens in a time-space reality. It's a reality based on vibration. Those vibrations eventually turn into physical manifestations, but their origin is one of vibration. In physics and chemistry, the term frequency is most often applied to waves, including light, sound, and radio. 
frequency in physics is the number of times a point on a wave passes a fixed reference point in one second. Vibrations are the origins of waves. Thinking of us as energy and energy as waves, we are either undulating in sync with the problem or the solution, but we can't be coherent with both at the same time. When you're focused on fixing a problem, such as not being able to distinguish between intuitive guidance and imagination, you're not vibing with the solution of deciphering messages. Once you've identified the problem, the solution also exists at the same moment. There is only one moment of now viewed through infinite perspectives, which means that the problem and solution coexist. If you're focused on the problem, you are not on the frequency of the solution and you'll miss it. As you repeatedly think and talk about how intuition is blocked, you're missing the ways in which it is coming through you. How do you shift your vibration so you can resonate at the frequency of the solution? Find the next best thought you can. Do something that expands your feeling of expansiveness. It will probably have nothing to do with the problem of feeling blocked. You're not trying to fix the idea of a block because there isn't actually any block to be fixed. Shift your point of view instead. It's here you'll find your ability to translate intuitive messages more clearly. Again, every subject is actually two subjects. What is wanted and unwanted. What is your dominant point of focus regarding intuition today? Is it, I don't know if it's my imagination or real? Or is it, I trust whatever comes through? Spirit guides are clever enough to use the path of least resistance for me. So I think one of the biggest things to come out of this book is the encouragement in what I call psychic flexibility. I'm encouraging you to take different points of view on yourself, on your own journey, on what intuition is, on the way intuition sees you, on the way you see it. The best way to do that is to read books. When you read books, you understand point of view more clearly. There's first person, third person, omnipotent. You practice looking at characters in a story from different points of view. This will help you bring yourself outside of yourself, right? You want to use your psychic flexibility, your imagination to view yourself from a different perspective. So you can get a handle on all of these different things we're talking about in the book so that you can have a better relationship with your intuition, a stronger relationship with your inner guidance. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening and thank you for exploring this topic with me. And I'm excited to keep writing and have the book be published. So thank you so much for joining me. 